This is History Impossible. Pop Quiz. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Brothers and sisters. Comrades and friends. (laughs) You skipped it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of uh, Pop Quiz. History Impossible Pop Quiz. Whatever. (laughs) Not important. Anyway, um, this week we're talking about Simo Haiha. And Mm -hmm. what was his nickname? The White Death. But what was his what was his nickname from his friends and comrades? The pretty simple one. The uh, hold on. It was like the it was like the death or something. No, 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 no. I'll give you a hint. Uh, Harry Potter. What does Harry Potter practice? The witchcraft. No, no. The witch. No, 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 no. The wizard. No. He practices wizardry. What do wizards practice? Magic. There you go. Oh, the magician? No. No. (laughs) The magic. What did Simo do? The magic shot? The magic close, very close. shooter. There you oh, go. Oh yeah, the yeah. magic shooter. The magic shooter. Yes, I did not remember. That. <laughs> <laughs> so we're off to a good start, fellas. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's jump into this episode. Uh, but first, a very important correction because the episode's been sitting up on my uh, site for I don't know how many weeks now, two, three weeks as of this recording. And I have not issued this very important correction. Finland is not considered a Baltic nation. I was informed by a nice Finnish man on the Facebook post that it's a... They're all pretty nice, don't you think? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he, he informed me that it's not a Baltic nation, it's a Nordic nation, which is different from a Scandinavian nation as well. So, thank you, sir. I don't recall your name, but I do recall that you were from Finland, and I'm going to trust your word over pretty much anyone else's on this at this point. So we have our first correction of something stupid that came out of my mouth. Yay! <laughs> oh, I'm no. surprised that it's the first one. <laughs> uh, so mean, so mean. So anyway, wanted to thank, uh, do, do that little bit of housekeeping there. And uh, yeah, so we're talking about the White Death, which was a very basic episode compared to the first mm-hmm. two. All right, so I think... I think I, like, got this one pretty good. Pretty good? Okay, yeah. so what we're going to start with is the recap. We'll follow that up with a discussion. But let's see how much Miss Goldfish Memory herself, Molly Pan, uh, can recall from the episode called The White Death. Okay, so um, there was a guy, and he was, and the music is like, do 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 and he was in the snow and he uh has a sniper rifle and he's looking through it and there's a russian soldier and he uh pulls the trigger and the bullet goes like the matrix and it goes (laughs) through the air and it spins at a very fast speed and it goes into the guy's back and he like Sort of does he does a Wilhelm scream and uh, and he Very nice. and his his body just fucking explodes. <laughs> well, shower of blood, yes, and onto uh, his own comrades and friends. And and Simo Haiha um, takes his hand off the gun and um, mutters some superhero one liner. I don't think Simo would would no, ever. He, he but wouldn't in say the anything. The movie version of him, well, who was played by Keanu Reeves, would. 
That would be interesting casting. I think you. I think you, he's the right person to play. Honestly, the only actor I can think of who kind of looked like Simo Hayo is Tilda Swinton. Hmm. Oh, that'd be cool too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that'd be cool hey, too. she played a man in uh, the Suspiria remake for no real reason, but it was. It was. Yeah, she pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. You. I'm glad that uh, the cinematic effect I went for with the first uh, part of the episode prompted this in you. Mm-hmm. Also, it's fucking freezing. Yeah, and it's yes. I I knew I that was for you more than anyone else talking about the cold conditions <laughs> later in the episode. But Gosh. let's get back to the recap yep. uh, after and, the opening scene. Yeah, and then um, Sibo Haiha grew up. Uh, oh, as you a skipped sm- the whole. You oh. skipped the whole first half. What? I didn't talk about Simo Haiha directly for like an hour. Oh yeah, yeah, you were talking about the war. Yeah, do you remember uh, who the who the people fighting were? That's the most basic question. Oh, the Finnish and the Russians. Oh yeah, yeah you were talking about how uh, the Russians were um, trying Big to bullies. take. Yeah, they were like trying to take over Finland. Yes, they were like invading. Because they... They wanted parts of the land, yeah, yeah. For bases and stuff. Yeah, you know. And Russia had always had a history with Finland, like, for about 200 Are years. Are they next to each other? Yeah. Well, I don't know about now, because I don't know my geography very well, but at the time, the Soviet Union and Finland shared a border, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so they uh, they came over and they are like, give us your land. Sorry, Russian people. <laughs> 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 I mean, they they did do that. That's not inaccurate. Um, and the Finnish were like, mm, no, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> that really was kind of their attitude. Well, it was one man's attitude. Do you remember his name, the general? No. Uh, what was his name? Mannerheim. Oh man, no. Okay, no. yeah, I didn't really talk about him that much, but he, um, uh, yeah, he was the only one who was like, you got to take this seriously, like. You know, and but he was also saying we shouldn't fight them because we don't have the power to do so. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you remember not this. I don't even remember the specific odds, like off the top of my head, the numbers. I mean, but I'm sure you remembered like how they were hopelessly outgunned, outnumbered. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was this one battle where there was like 30 soldiers or 30 Finnish soldiers. 32, and, like, yeah. And like. Like a thousand, four thousand, four thousand Russian soldiers. They were on top of a hill, so they did have an advantage. That's but so still, crazy. That is really crazy, but that it's is true. So crazy. Do you remember how many Finns uh, survived? Like twenty eight or something. No. Four? Four survived. Oh, shit. So, 28 of them died. Oh. And uh, the um, the Russians lost... Oh, man. What did they... I think they lost, like, close to a thousand. Like a thousand people. Yeah, they yeah, lost, like, I a quarter of their forces. That's but, so crazy. Yeah. It's such a crazy story. Yeah, they were... The, the Finns are Dude, the something four, else. The four survivors, like... I think they be they were POWs. I think they. I don't know. I'd love I to know their they, stories. Like, yeah. Maybe in they made it out. yeah. Maybe in Finland. Hey, maybe if, if if I have any Finnish listeners out there, let me know if there's any books or any kind of story you can tell me about any of the four men who survived that battle. If anything has ever been written about them, because mm-hmm. that's that alone is crazy. Yeah, that's I, crazy. That'd be a good movie. Yeah. I mean, there's been actually a number of movies about the Winter War. I never got can, around to watching them. Can you but. imagine like? At a, at a bar, like, you're at a bar and, like, talking to this, like, old guy and he's like, yep, I was in a battle and I killed a thousand people. Well, there was a German guy that I think about doing an episode on down the line who, technically, I think he, he killed more people than Simo Haya, but 
but he was manning a machine gun on Normandy, and I think he became known as like the butcher of Normandy because he killed something like like fifteen hundred people by himself. He was that. he was personing a machine gun. Uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd have to look into. I don't. I'm not getting the details of that right. But anyway, so and that's really what this episode's about, though. Is impressive kill count. Um, yes. Yeah, so. So anyway, um, but do so you remember? Any, a, do you remember any of the other battles? Yeah, there's this other one where this guy was like shooting at the tank with his handgun. Yeah. And then <laughs> and dropping like, down. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, he drove a tank back with a pistol. Like, how do you? Yeah. It, I think that had more to do with the Russians. The Russians not knowing yeah. what, ha- what was happening. Well, they were just like, we can't get him. You know, Ru- the Russians... I would just be like, run over him. I, they didn't... The, the details of the terrain and where where the incident happened were not made clear in the sources I was reading. But, oh, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, so maybe there was something blocking it. But I just... I think that it did have to do with, like, the Russian propensity to retreat in battle a lot. I feel like that was that was it, right? There was there. one other good one that yeah. I knew you would appreciate Which the one? the sausage war. Oh yeah, I like that one. That was pretty tragic though when you think about it. Like mentioned that in the episode about how like they obviously whatever was going on with the Russians, they were they were hungry and desperate enough to just say screw fighting to sit down and eat their food. Yeah. Like that and they did I didn't get into it's, this that much, but the Soviet troops they do deserve sympathy for what happened to them because they were mistreated on both sides. Were... Yeah, I mean it's a it's a classic case of quantity mm-hmm. versus quality. That was Stalin's right? like main. So it was that's like, how he did war. Throw yeah. more people yeah. at it, and it was very communist. <laughs> if that's communist well I, by, by communist i mean just I, like I, I think that's that's just country with lots of people well there's that too but uh no no i meant like communist like at, as we know communism now not communist in you terms mean of like camis yeah yeah yeah, exactly i don't mean marxism i don't think that applies yeah uh, okay I, I, yeah because i mean the chinese basically did things like that too they would just throw a lot of people at things oh yeah sure um so anyway yeah uh so yeah those are really the main conflicts i covered just because they were they're the most interesting and telling about the conditions that all this was happening in and of what the Finnish character was. Um, so yeah. Oh, anyway, we jumped to Simo. Oh yeah. So Simo was a little boy Mm -hmm. and he was like trekking around the snowy woods of Finland with his dad. So very snowy. (laughs) Shooting some guns, killing some meese, uh, carrying the meat back all by himself. Uphill both ways. Uphill both ways. Bleeding Probably. moose. A backpack and uh, <laughs> uh, just a big old gun on his back. I like how you're describing this because it's making me think, do you remember that really tired meme, the Chuck Norris meme? Simo mm-hmm. High has the real <laughs> Chuck Norris. I'm not kidding. He's the actual Chuck Norris. Yeah. You could create... You know what? I'm gonna. I'm. I'm reaching out. I'm gonna be reaching out directly to. Chuck Norris. Uh, n- no, <laughs> to play him. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, him later in life <laughs> at this point. Okay. Uh, but I'm gonna be reaching out to the people in um, this history meme group I'm on to like start creating Simo Haiha memes. Yeah. That are like Chuck that Norris. That is so nerdy. I know. You are the biggest nerd. Ever. I know, but you have to admit it. You- you'll get the jokes. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. True, and you'll true. appreciate it. So you're a nerd. Uh, and then he like 
started doing sharpshooting, uh-huh. and he was doing really well, and then he joined the military, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then he started fucking fucking everyone up. <laughs> well, not quite, He but... was like, pew, 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 <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Well, if, you... it, if this was a movie, it would be a montage just literally of him going pew, 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 and then, like, people's bodies falling down. I, you know what? We really should watch one of those Simo Haiha movies that are out there that Finland has made. I think Norway has one. And I bet there is a montage sequence like that yeah. in at least one of them. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. There must and be. And then, like, some, like, really heroic music will play. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. They... <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you remember um, that he didn't make all the kills he made with just his sharp, with his rifle? Uh-huh. Do you remember that it what Do you remember? And this actually kind of jumps back to the tactics used in Finland, but... Uh, do, do you remember like what he was also very accomplished at doing? Skiing. There you go. And what weapon was he using while skiing? A machine gun. A, so like a little submachine gun, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I would just, I just imagine if I tried to do that, I would just be like skiing backwards. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, while you're firing, kick. yeah. yeah well, no, no, kick. but do you remember that that I explained that that's yeah, they, like, but still, like you're still in the snow. <laughs> no, I would. I, I think I would just fall over backwards. Probably, yeah. The, the, the recoil would just <laughs> knock you down. <laughs> and then the, just like fire a row of bullets like into the trees. Pretty much, yeah. And into my own people. <laughs> oh, God. This is why Molly should not be more. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that's good that's good advice. If I were still on my skis, I would just ski backwards until I like fell off a cliff. And then, yes. And then I would um my I, my pants would get hooked onto like a branch and I would be hanging there. <laughs> the machine gun's still going. Oh man, that is so cartoonish because there's so many things wrong with that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I I I like your self-awareness. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um but anyway. yeah, so he was really good at doing that about like doing the whole like skiing in jumping off his skis in like one motion going and then jumping right back in them and then skiing off dude that's so badass i know that's some like clint eastwood shit yeah 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 and that wasn't just him that was like everybody did he have like one million girlfriends no i don't i i don't i can't speculate on the man's you know sex life obviously because nothing's been written about that as far as i know oh my god he would definitely not say anything about that yeah if he did he never married so either he was he never married he never got married he doesn't wow. have any descendants oh, wow. and he lived to be well he lived to be 96 i think we know the secret to that success not getting married and whatnot <laughs> the moon. yeah but in all seriousness he uh yeah that that that's gonna come up one day and bite me in the ass <laughs> Some asshole on Twitter is going to share that. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, oh, no. Uh, yep. Well, um, uh, anyway, so, yeah, no, he never got married. Maybe he was, and, like, asexual. Did he have a boyfriend? Uh, again, we don't know. Any, whether or not he had a love life is up for debate. Mm, I, I mean, again, this might be something that's more known in Finland, but he was a very private man, as you know. He lived on a farm his whole life. Mm. He, I described him as living a monk's life. So, yeah, you could say asexual. I would just say celibate. Mm-hmm. He seemed more, like, interested in nature. Mm. He was a very nature-driven guy. That's so cute. And he and loved wholesome. dogs. He was a big dog guy. He's so wholesome. He's, like, too wholesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, too wholesome. But, but don't you think that he... We're kind of all... We're jumping all over the place into discussion, but I really want to ask this before I forget, that do, do you think that 
I might have been onto something when I said, because I do think this, that he, because he was kind of weird and celibate and monk-like and just in touch with very small, specific things, that that's why he was so good. Like, he wasn't distracted with thinking about other things. He was just sort of the ultimate, like, monk. He was present at all times. Yeah, I definitely think that that has something to do with it. Also, like, natural talent and, like, tons and tons of practice. Well, that's the one line that I didn't say. It's a famous quote of his, actually, but uh, it's already been said in multiple places, including in the really fun, funny uh, eight-minute Count Dankula video about the guy, um, which I recommend people watch if they haven't already. Uh, But the line was, someone asked him later in life, like, how did you get so good? at doing all this, how did you make 500-some kills, etc., etc., just this long-winded question, and he just looked at them and said, practice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's Clint Eastwood right there. Yeah. That's, that's like, true stoicism. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Really cool. So, yeah. But I think also, on top, to go back to your question about his love life, he was very self-conscious about what happened to his face, but we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Let's jump back to the uh, recap. And go from okay. the war started. Simo so started shooting. War started, montage yeah. sequence. Yeah, montage. Pew 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 pew. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> that was my Wilhelm scream. That was actually pretty good. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Um, just like uh, like just like imagine like ten of those like layered on top of each other. They're all the, the exact same. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then he like gets an award. He did get an award. Yeah, after um, he made a couple hundred kills. And then. Uh, and then he gets his face blown off, right? Yeah, yeah. well, the, the award, do you remember what he was given as an award? He was given, oh, he was given a rifle. A special rifle, yeah, yeah but he didn't use it. Yeah, but he never it. used it, well, which I, I totally understand, because oh. why would he use, like, this, like, strange rifle? Yeah, he wasn't, he would have to get re-familiarized with it. Yeah. That, that was, and that's not even just a It's hit. like a trophy. Yeah, it's not a him thing, that's like an all-shooter thing. Yeah. Like, you have to become intimate with your gun, and, yeah. um, I mean, I... I do you remember that scene from yeah, Full Metal? Yeah, you have to become oh, intimate God. with your gun. I knew you were going <laughs> to <laughs> you try to you try to just go over that one. Yep, yep, and I didn't, and you didn't let me. Well That's done. That's what she said. Yep, but do you remember that scene from uh, Full Metal Jacket with the whole "This is my rifle, this is my gun" thing? Yeah, yeah. Like and like like you will give your rifle a girl's name. I remember always thinking that was funny. Now I get it. Yeah. It's symbolic of really what you need to... It's so, like, autoerotic. It is, but it. I get it. I really get it. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. It's, I get it. I mean, th- there's another part, another, like, uh, the, the chant that they have where he says, without me, my rifle is useless. Without my rifle, I am useless. I mean, that's that must be universal not, in not modern Not quite case. as useless as the rifle without a person. <laughs> I would hope... You know, yeah, I guess rifles don't just stand up and totter towards, like, a target and then shoot. And people don't just, like, sit in, like, weapon stands not doing anything. Or just saying pew, pew, pew. pew, pew, pew. And killing people. With words. With words. <laughs> or projectiles. Yes. So, anyway, yeah, he uh, so he got very familiar with his gun, so that's why he didn't use the trophy gun. Yeah. Um, he, pro- he probably, like, kept the trophy gun, like, yeah. on his mantle or something. I think he did. He did, definitely. I don't that know. That sounds if, so cute. I don't know. Oh, he had trophies and guns all over his wall. 
Like, do he, you think? Okay, but do you think he's the type of person to display that kind of stuff? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did display his trophies. I, I would think he would have it all like in one cabinet and like be. Oh well, yeah, I don't know the specifics of it. You know what I mean? I mean, they. I do know that his trophies were all on display. I did, they didn't explain uh, Tapio Saraline and didn't explain exactly how they were displayed. He just said that they were on display in his home. Mm-hmm. So I think, and he didn't really receive visitors. So I think it was just mostly for him. He wasn't showing off to anybody, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but anyway, um, I would like to. I, yeah. I mean, I I would expect him to like not even want to look at it because it's like pride, you know. Yeah, but I think his pride really was wrapped up in not being prideful to other people. I think mm. he was he was I think it was more of a matter of fact thing. Like just yeah, this is what I accomplished. I should put it up. End of story. I don't have to talk about it or anything. Yeah. I mean, it's um what? <laughs> I'm just imagining like the P- the PTSD there you must have after you've personally killed like 550 people. Yeah. That's so crazy. It is impossible to say if he had it or not um because he was just so stoic. Yeah. I mean, I think honestly like that in some I think the fact that he spent the vast majority of his life farming and living a very simple life after the war that might speak to some PTSD, but I think it also speaks to being able to cope with PTSD in a very natural way. Yeah. He didn't have the busyness of life to worry about, uh, including a family, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's one thing, like, if you are, like, the general of a platoon or something, yeah. and, like, you tell your soldiers to go kill people, and, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people die from that, mm-hmm. you're not directly, you're not looking at the person as they die, and, like, you're not it's doing different. that... 550 yeah. times. Well, that, I mean, the 550 times thing is definitely very, like, remarkable. I mean, there's there there's a statistic, I, I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it is brought up a lot, that, like, there was, like, some forensic analysis or just some kind of analysis done that showed some ungodly percent of, uh, I believe it was British uh, soldiers, maybe it was German, in World War One who... Just they, they, you know, were in the trenches and they'd aim, but they never fired their rifles. They just didn't do it because they were just like, I, I can't, I can't shoot at someone else. And it was like mm, a very surprising like conscientious objectors. No, they're because conscientious objectors were in jail or back in their home countries. They were they. These they were pe- like sneaky objectors. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what the, the I don't know what the real answer is. It's just really remarkable the sheer number of people who refuse to actually fight but went along with the image of fighting because yeah you know and, weird. well it's dedication to your buddy you know to your buddies like that was another thing that simo said is always trust your buddy and if you let your buddies know that you can't be trusted by just staying down in the trenches you know then you hurt morale so in a way it is kind of selfless to poke your head out and not fire your gun mm. very very likely that you yourself will get hit and you're Dude, not even trench firing warfare back. warfare was so stupid. Well, it was very modern. It was it was just very brutal. I mean, that was Dude, like let's dig a hole. Let's be in this hole and let's shoot at each other. Let's shoot at the other person who was also in a hole. I think you just I think you just pissed off some. Uh, you who did you piss? You pissed off Civil War reenactors last time. Now you're pissing off just war nerds at this point. Dude, like that's so dumb. They're gonna be there. There's gonna be a barrage of um. Actually, I don't think she knows. I don't know. Okay. I, but but in in the grand scheme of things, yes, trench warfare is very stupid. <laughs> 
I agree. I mean, it's. I think most people do just because of the sheer damage it causes. And there was a sort of trench warfare that happened in the Winter War, but not really. Like the the Finns mostly use like guerrilla tactics. Obviously, things like sniping, sabotage, <laughs> ski uh, ski raids. Which yeah. you know, that's. Pretty I just cool. imagine like Simo like hiding inside like a snowman, and his eyes are like the snowman's eyes. Do, 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 and, like, that's what he looked like. No, I know, but like an actual snowman oh. with like with like a carrot nose and like a smile, and like the soldiers are walking by, and like he's like moving his eyes around, and the snowman's eyes are moving back and forth. And then uh, after they, after they leave, he just like busts out of the snowman just, and like shoots them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I imagine. That's that's the fun cartoon version. <laughs> hey, maybe there's a propaganda video in Finland that that shows it that way. I don't know. Finnish yeah. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be, but something like a reference like that's such a deep cut that that would be in like Finnish Animaniacs or something. Yeah. Well, not in Finland. He is like a a national hero. So are people like very? um, Do they like? uh, Are are they very like reverent of him? uh, For him? Of him? Um, Um, Do they? Do they like? Is he like a national hero? I'm I'm pretty sure he is a national hero, but I'd have to ask uh, our friend John because you know he has a connection to Finland, Mm -hmm. so maybe he he would know more than me. But yeah, he's known. I know that. I think he's probably sort of like. I would assume that his level of fame is something like uh, George Washington. Or something, mm-hmm. JFK. I, I don't know. We don't really have war heroes uh, that are known not outside. Anymore, yeah. Well, not well. No, I'm sure there are people from Iraq and Afghanistan who are considered heroes. But not we just like, don't know. Yeah, but not like you know nationally celebrated. Actually, what am I saying? We had Chris Kyle, and then, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he was a sniper. Oh, okay, and it became a big controversy because. Wait, is he the guy in that movie? Yeah, an American sniper. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was that, yeah, well, Bradley Cooper. I, I only know him because of that movie. So. And I only really know about him from the perspective of our former governor Jesse Ventura, who they do not like. Well, Chris Kyle's dead, but uh, Jesse Ventura does not and did not like him, and Chris Kyle did not like Jesse. <laughs> And I don't remember the full extent of it, but I think a punch was thrown at a party or something. Oh, no. Yeah, but it's Jesse. What do you think? What do you expect, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, I I thought about making a Chris Kyle reference in the actual episode, but then I just, you know, I went past that. His name is Chris Kyle? Yeah, two first names. Two first names. Pretty rough. That is hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing about Chris Kyle, the impression I had, and this is not my opinion, guys. This is just the impression I have. I am not... This is not a hill I'll die on, so if you want to correct me, please do. But the impression I got was that he was kind of not like Simo. He was a bit more of a braggart about what he did oh, and well, pretty smug you know, about it. He's American, I you know? Yeah, I don't blame him, you know? Yeah. He, he probably had, like, a million girlfriends. Well, he had a family, but that, yeah, that doesn't hasn't stopped people before. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I, I get the Slander. sense. Oh, God. <laughs> I get, well, Jesse Ventura is going to like this podcast. Here, is it? <laughs> Hi, Jesse. I'm a fan of yours. Thanks, I'm a fan of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was, was not. Good, that was a good Jesse Ventura. Almost. I, I can do better. That uh, was pretty good. Uh, but, uh, anyways, before we get sidetracked again, uh, I do get the sense that you are kind of like, whoa, at like how just. Well, I, sort of like you know the, uh, the the fake modesty that Chinese people do when they're like trying to do each other favors. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's real. 
Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Like, Oh, is that your big point? Yeah. Should we just go into that right now? Sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so when I was hearing um, what you were, what his personality was like and everything, um, that attitude is, like, very Asian. Mm. Like, it's, it's, I mean, and I know that, like, Finnish people and Finnish language and Japanese language have... Oh, it's just because they're, they're all, com- they're all related through, yeah. like, ancient, like, right, step people. Right, but, yeah, like, his and... attitude, uh, you, like you said, monk-like, but generally, like, very Asian. Well, would you say that Eastern is a good term? I don't know. Do Russians have that quality? I, it doesn't seem like... I don't really hear I don't hear think stories. so. I think Chinese and Japanese people. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the ideals... The values, they, yeah, yeah. The ideals yeah. that they have, like, you know, you must accomplish a lot, but you must not be prideful mm-hmm. about it or brag about it. You, you must not talk about it, but you must have uh, accomplished a lot. There are parallels that is true i mean i kept thinking about you know monks and whatnot i went when i was doing the research and doing the writing and the recording and everything yeah. a friend of the show daniele bellelli was uh you know doing a whole a, a two-parter on a zen monk who was not a, at all like uh <laughs> simo eq he was just a crazy party boy but he did have that same attitude of like well not well he, it's, it wasn't that it was the same attitude, but uh, the, the same appreciation for the notion of enlightenment that I think that someone like Simo would probably have. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, he seemed like the, you know, when he got hurt, he like... That's pretty much the end of the story is how yeah. he got shot in the face. Yeah. And I'm assuming that grossed you out. <laughs> yeah. They had to... There's something about the re- reconstructive yeah. surgery. 23 surgeries. Why did they have to do so many? Because his it literally it hit him in the mouth. It just blew off the side of his face. Right. So it was just like hanging, like a it was like, like hanging like just it was like a shredded face. It, it just like it was the, gone. Like he had no jaw co- anymore. It's like the coach in the Cleveland side. show. It yeah, <laughs> but way worse. Yeah, his is like from mouth cancer though. Yeah, yeah, but and that one scene where his jaw drops and it just like breaks. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, that was basically what happened to him, and then they had to take like, do you remember how many uh, how many inches of what bone? Six inches of seven inches. Nope. Oh. Okay, you're not getting the number right, uh, but it was thirteen uh, inches. Damn. That's how much bone they took? But do you remember where they took it from? Nope. No nope. bone. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, so his leg. Yeah, his, uh, butt. his hip, yeah, his, his hip butt. bone, because you have you have a lot of bone there. Yeah, and that that uh, so they were able to. I mean, his face was never the same. You just after like take that. everything. So his so he was a <laughs> butt face. Butt... <laughs> oh gang, you just you're what you're hearing is the audio version of me just shaking my head. I just. I can't. I can't do this. Uh, Alex, Alex is like red. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just. I'm just sort of aghast. Is a better word for it. That uh, you're calling probably one of the most heroic men of all time a butt face. <laughs> I'm not calling him a butt face. You literally just called him a butt face. Just call him a butt face. <laughs> oh no! You said very clinically. Oh, so he was in effect a butt face. <laughs> Wow. He is a, a, a gluteus uh, face. No, it, they didn't 
They took it from his hip bone. Okay, his so hip bone. Hip face. Um, <laughs> so anyway, and he must be very fashionable because he was so hip. <laughs> that's the last one. That is the last one you get. You don't get any more after this. Oh my god! Not for a little while, at least. Right, I, I can't done. control right, I'm you. Done. <laughs> I'm done. I can't control you. You're just gonna do it. <laughs> if you think of another one, like in two minutes, you're just gonna say it as if it like makes any sort of sense whatsoever. Okay, so that pointless little bit of trivia that turned into like a five minutes of you laughing at your own joke <laughs> aside. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're really like at that point the. Do, I, I really do want to um, jump back to talking about Simo and his methods and just sort of what you think of the war itself um, or just of like that kind of the idea of David and Goliath stories is what I want to get into. But do you remember um, why the winter war ended? And it was uh, only because, three months. Yeah, so. because uh, the leader of the country like pretty much gave in. Technically, but it, there was a reason though why he gave in. Because. Because he was a dirty rat. No. Uh, because uh, he, well, oh, because he, because he knew that they couldn't sustain it. Exactly. They, yeah. like, they put up a hell of a fight, but the Russians, like we were talking about earlier, were just uh, throwing people at him. Yeah, I just, it, it just seems like such a waste, you know? To keep going, you mean? No, to not, well, yeah, to keep going and to not keep going, but, like, to, to have soft it. After all those sacrifices and all those people died. I think it had more to do with just logistics. Like, they didn't have enough ammo. Yeah. And they weren't getting supply from the outside world very much. Mm. Um, so do you remember what Finland did after they signed the armistice with the Soviets? They lost everything. We know that. And then they, the Russians got what they wanted, basically. Right. Uh, but do you remember what Finland did after that? No. Who did they ally themselves with? When they went back to war with the Soviets, who did they ally themselves with? Us? No, we were the Soviets' allies. So who were, who were we and the Soviets fighting? Oh, the Nazis. You don't remember that part? The Finland. Oh, the, that's right. Oh, fin- yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then um, Himmler came and was like, "Hey, Finland, give, give us, us your, your Jews. Give us your Jews." And Finland's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> no, first they were like, "Okay," and then they like, "Well, no, no, no." It, it, they only. Um, I, this was actually they didn't give them any of their Jews because what happened was they uh, they ended up getting like a hand they got like a handful of uh, I think they were Hungarian refugees if I remember right and then they deported them and and the refugees included seven Jews and six of them were killed immediately and just those six was enough to make the Finnish people be like excuse me what are you doing to their government and their government never turned over any Jews huh and they took in refugees as well huh so they, they so they were like allied with the Nazis, yeah. but didn't give up with Jews. Well, because they weren't like under the Nazis' control. That's the thing. The Nazis supplied yeah. them, but they. That's hard to yeah. That's like hard for me to imagine that they were like allied with them, but didn't do what they wanted. Well, there were always, uh, so I guess you could call them mem- not members, but sort of satellite powers of the uh, and allies of the Axis that um, that. D- that did put up some resistance towards them trying to tell them what to do. I think even Italy so resisted. So was it was it because the Jews, Nazis like didn't have any military power in? No, they were wrapped up fighting with the Soviets. So they, they were they, they couldn't, couldn't really like no. Spare any- they were. I mean, I think that in their less when they when they were still somehow believing they were going to win. Uh, I think they probably had the vision 
like the Himmler did at least probably of like, okay, we'll, we'll deal with that when we need to. It's we'll, we'll burn that bridge when we come to it, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And yeah, they had too much. Yeah. And Finland was keeping you know, the Soviet take over the world. Yeah. Well, and Finland was busy keeping the Soviets distracted up North. So they didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. So mm-hmm. it made sense mm-hmm. that they didn't go for it, but why were they, why did they ally with the, with the Nazis? Because they hated the Soviets and wanted to keep fighting. Because the Soviets were trying to push further into Finland, I think. I didn't oh, do much study the of the enemy continu- of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, and that's what I was getting into. Is I don't, and I wanted to talk to you about that as well. But before we jump, we can jump back to that in a second. But do you remember the best part about what happened in 1944? After after they were, they ended up signing an armistice behind Germany's back again with the Soviets. Then what did this? Then what did the Finnish do? Yeah. I have no idea. They declared war on the Nazis. Oh. And then they and they they basically pushed out all the all the Nazi presence in their country. Oh. They never like that that was sort of the thing that made me just go holy crap that's a principled country. They never they just said we don't want any of you here. Yeah. Like we will not abandon our principles. Yeah. And so. uh, the Nazis like were like, "Well, I'll, I oughta," and then they like <laughs> went up there and they're like, "Oh, it's a bit cold. It's a bit cold." <laughs> they turned back around. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Like the thing is, I didn't do much study on the Continuation War or the Lapland War. I just did some cursory study because Simo wasn't involved in those wars because uh, he was busy being in a coma and then being, you know, a farmer. And he was turned down for service. He did try to re-enlist during the Continuation War, but they didn't let him in. Why? Um, I think he was considered too valuable, and he was. I think he might have still been recovering from his injury. Like, he just wasn't fit for duty. But at the same time, you're like, this guy's killed more people than anybody ever. Know, right? Maybe we should like, make why, use of yeah, him. Yeah, why wouldn't we make use of him? I, yeah, I don't... Um, the specifics are, are a bit lost on me, but yeah, he... It was sort of like, you know, okay, you've done enough. Yeah. And and I don't, I wish I knew like, how retire, he... old man. Yeah, even though he wasn't old. He was like, by then? I, yeah, he was like close to 40. Mm. He was not old. That's old. Well, maybe back then, I don't know. <laughs> He's um, almost dead. And then he lived until 2002. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, he um... was... um. He was definitely remarkable in that sense. Uh, I, what do you think of? Well, I, I was, I don't want to. Okay, since we were just talking about how the Finns jump back and forth with their loyalties, I, I do want to ask you sort of like how you feel about the enemy of my enemy is my friend, um, as a tactic because I think ninety nine percent of the time it's a terrible idea and it's unprincipled. But I think if you can somehow pull off what Finland did, that might be the one example of it not being horrible. <laughs> I think it really depends on. I mean, obviously, I'm not a world leader, so yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't even imagine myself in that situation. But um, I think it it really depends on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it could be beneficial for you to ally with someone that you don't necessarily agree with, defeat the other party, mm-hmm. and then. But what about when you're talking? What about when you're talking about a society or a system, rather, that is so on the nose evil as the Nazis <laughs> or the Soviets? How do you deal with, like, I mean, I guess it's possible that, and I actually know that there were people who didn't see the Nazis on their face as evil or see the Soviets on their face as evil. Um, so I guess that might be it. But like, at the same time, I think how do you 
would not think that the Nazis are evil. At the time, though, because we're thinking about this in hindsight. Yeah, but... And that's what I'm thinking, too, like but... They were, like, killing a whole race of people. That wasn't, like, as known, though, by... Oh, people a... didn't know... Well, if they didn't know in that... In some places, they didn't know, they and others, they think did. That it would be evil. But the thing is, it's... it's li- The Jews all over the world knew. It would be... You'd be hard-pressed to be living they in... they just a... all called each other. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, in the sense that, like, countries that were getting, you know, invaded and negatively affected by the by the German advances were, you know, they had relatives in other parts of the world and they would just call and coordinate, or telegram, I should say, and, uh, like, write letters and say, and say, hey, this is what happened. Uh, you know, like, Hyam's storefront got shattered, you know? It's, it's just one of those things that actually did become known within those communities, but not really outside of them as much. Hmm. So... Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, but so the question, so your answer really is to say it just depends on who you're dealing with and what you need. Yeah, I mean, personally, if I were the leader of yeah. Finland, I, I don't think, if I knew what they were doing in, in, in uh, Nazi Germany, I, I don't think I could have. Well, like, by then, I think they did. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I, I think even if I wanted to get rid of Russia... Or Soviet Union, I I don't I don't think I could have because they're just yeah. so evil. Well, and that's the thing too. It's like you have two powers that are way more powerful than you, yeah, and you're offering kind of to caught, help at yeah. various times, and like all it, like, that's but tough. you know they're both evil. Yeah. It's it's uh, Dan Carlin said it's a st- when he was talking about the Eastern Front in his podcast. This is not a story of good guys versus bad guys. This is bad guys versus bad guys. Mm, everyone is evil. Yeah, I mean. And everyone thinks they're good. <laughs> but the Finns were good. Yeah. That's the lesson of the story. Yeah, they never the did anything evil as far as we know. You know, they killed thousands. I mean, they, they killed, but, but they were it was self-defense. Yeah, it was if they're defending yeah. themselves. Yeah. I think, honestly, uh, you know, maybe I've been hoodwinked by propaganda. It's always possible. But I do not get the sense from what I've read that the Finns were anything but totally principled. Like a very principled country. And maybe it's because they were relatively new, you know? Young and idealistic, you know what I mean? Mm. Do you think that's possible? Probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> older cultures are a lot oh, more man. practical. We will be having discussions about that with future episodes, I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay, so. yeah. So then um, after he got his face blown off, um, he was in a coma, and then he had 23 surgeries, and then there's 13 inches of bone in his face. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Well, and the thing is, there's really not much of a story about his... I mean, things happened to him um, in his life afterward that I didn't yeah. cover, because oh, it just wasn't uh, that interesting. He, he got a farm. Mm-hmm. They, were um, give, they gave him a farm. They gave him a farm. Yeah. He, had, he got a dog. He was a farmer. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't specify he had many dogs he had many dogs well he had more than one at least yeah i think he had one hunting dog but he did raise dogs too so so you just love him more (laughs) that's really cute he um he just seems like a really like cool like old grandpa who Mm -hmm. like lives on a farm by himself and raises dogs yeah that's pretty keeps to himself yeah. yeah Yeah, I didn't talk about it, but he actually had to stop farming, I think, in the 60s, if I remember the date right. Because of his health? Uh, no, he, there, was, um, there was a logging accident, and he got hurt. Oh. Um, but, he, but he lived for another, like, 40 years. What so. happened to him? Um, I don't remember the specifics, but he just he got hurt, and he oh. couldn't keep farming. But he was also already getting old. So, 
Yeah, I mean, the fact that he lived so long, it probably is because he was such a monk, when mm-hmm. you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then really the only other thing that happened in the story was his, what I, that I told, it, told you about was the, um, the birthday celebration and the poem he got. You know? That poem was so cute. It's very cute. I would well, they they have the phonetic finished version in the book. I just I can't read that though. It's it was really cute. Um, yeah. it's very literal. Yeah, it was really literal. But poem. that's what happens when you translate poetry. It just <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work, especially with languages like Finnish yeah, and I'm assuming I had Chinese the, I too. I had a feeling that it was it probably did not sound like that. If I could it. find, I I looked, I looked for a recording of that poem, and I could yeah. not find it. Um, I found the transcript of it, and I just, I don't know, maybe one day I'll get someone who speaks Finnish, our family friend John, maybe I'll get him to read it out loud one day, and we'll be like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, I might make an even just a little audio recording of that. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. But, um, yeah, so uh, do you have any other thoughts relating to um, uh, to him just being monk-like or just his personality? Like, what do you, what do you think... Um, I, I want to hear in your words what you think the secret to his successes was. Practice. There really wasn't much else to discuss. Uh, in case Did you I do tell. good? Did I get an A? A plus, perhaps? You seem to have retained a lot of information from this one. I liked it. this episode. I think. <laughs> I, think yeah. I didn't like the other ones. <laughs> well, I okay, they weren't enjoyable say, for you. I should say I I did enjoy this episode because yeah. it was uplifting and it was. It was positive, and it starred a really cute man. Mm-hmm. I love that like, you think he was cute. He was, was like a good man. He was like your height too. He was a very small man too. Oh, a small man. Yeah, yeah. He, and a small man in a in a small um, snowman with yeah. his eyeballs out. Uh, who's like also super badass. Yeah, I yeah. I really like this episode. So that's I think you know. If I when I enjoy something, I retain more. That's true because it has been several weeks since you've listened to it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think. I'm going to give you an A on this one. <gasps> Yo! <laughs> I cannot wait for you to do the quiz on the next episode because there's so many little details in that one. Oh, it's going to turn into you just saying, and a guy died. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to next episode. And a guy died. <laughs>